Hi, and welcome back to Conversations in Sound and Color. I'm your host, Kaylin, and I almost just said my last name, but y'all need to know all that. But welcome back to this episode of the podcast, where I am going to be diving into yoga as my practice of self-care and self-love and self-embodiment and improvement and um, talking about all that it's done for me and and much more and the trickle-down effect of the love of having a devotional practice to self and what it means to have um, a practice like such. Um, that's rooted in love and light. So, without further ado, really excited to dive into this topic with you guys. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you guys eat up, eat this message up, because it's a tasty one. <laughs> Alright, let's get started. Hello! So, I wanted to start off this podcast, um doing a uh, like a little piece, a little poem that I wrote, um, just to be able to see a bit of this journey that I am on, um, or like just, yeah, for an understanding of the space that I was in before I started having a practice of um, stretching and moving my body and um, coming into my... Um, spirit and mind and body um so this piece was at a time that I was really sad and feeling hopeless um yeah and this is a space that I you know kind of fully expect myself to to be back in at some points at different points throughout my life um however this time around I know with yoga I have the tools to not drown <laughs> in 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 the sadness um yeah so this piece is called mountain and um yeah I hope you guys enjoy so um energies build up inside of me past the point of capacity overflowing my senses spilling out of my bloodshot lenses that tell a story of a girl drowning within her depth not knowing where to go or who to be my cheeks stained with delicate lines that paint the story of the war i'm at with me the dry tears speak of all the fears that keep me from who i want to be under the pressure of depression i remain frozen in time living within a shell filled with things that could have been mine as i watch life pass me by Forgotten, tucked away so well, time has eroded the memory of self. Lost and confused, tormented and used, reaching out for anything, anyone to help. To save me from this misery that is me. yeah (laughs) so that um that's where I was and 
you know, it's never, it's never a good feeling to, to feel like not yourself. Um, so without further ado, let's get started with the episode. Um, so, uh, we can learn how to not, um, completely self-destruct when we're in spaces like this, um, and instead learn and and get lifted through the gifts that we have through each other and through love. So, yeah, let's get started. <laughs> okay, so, um, hello. I hope everyone is feeling good, as good as they can, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm doing this recording this time in the morning. It's not even noon yet, y'all, and I'm out here speaking. <laughs> I usually don't do this. I usually do it in the evening time, such a night owl. Um, but today I'm like, let me, since I'm going to be talking about yoga and meditation and all that, uh, I figured I should do this recording in the morning because that's typically when I do that, those practices for myself. Um, so yeah. This episode is about, you know, opening your heart, uh, opening your mind, and letting the two get to know one another instead of always fighting against the heart or always fighting against the mind, um, but moving into that space of harmony um, and understanding of the two things. Um, understanding yourself, coming to understand yourself is one of the most valuable lessons that you'll learn in life, and it's a lifelong lesson, of course. I'm just a young, <laughs> I'm just a young, a youngin out here finding my way, just like everybody else. Um, we're all babies, really. But, um, yeah, I thought it would be a really helpful episode to have um, someone who's, like, very new to yoga and very new to meditation kind of talk about um, the process and the, like, the relationship to the practice. Um, just because I feel like, you know, Yoga is such a, has, you know, really taken off, especially here out west, um, and it just has, you know, it has uh, taken on a lot of different meanings, a lot of different images, um, and just a whole lot of, um, you know, popularity around it, and I feel that, you know, yogis that I talk to, or that I've, you know, maybe, uh, that I know personally, or that I've, you know, I don't know practice with through the internet these are all very established people in the practice and I feel like I often don't get to talk to people who are just starting off in this practice um yeah so I feel like it can just be a little intimidating to get the rundown of the practice when you're talking to someone who has like 15 years of experience because you're kind of just looking at them and you're like man will I ever get there like how did they get there like that's such a big jump from where I'm at which is doing nothing <laughs> So I thought that this this perfect I thought that this perspective of yoga would be a really helpful one um, because just nine months ago I would have never thought that I would be able to do a practice daily and like have this kind of devotion um, to self and to a practice. Um, so yeah, I want to start the episode off by just kind of talking about how I came to yoga. Um, and 
it was in June on um, Juneteenth, which is June nineteenth, the day the slaves were truly emancipated. Um, and I went to this event in Philly, in West Philly, at Malcolm X Park, and it was called Spirits Up, and they. It was just an outdoor yoga event. Um, you know, there was a lot going on with the uprising, just a lot of energy in the air in this time. And this was a, I guess a movement just to like bring yoga to um, black and brown communities. And they were giving out yoga mats. It was a really, a really amazing experience. But the yoga teacher there was this um, man of, I think it was a person of color, a man of color. And that was my first time ever, you know, doing yoga with, um, I think a person of color, like, period. I think I've always had, like, white women, I'm pretty sure. Um, so, and I've, in the past, I kind of just did yoga, like, here. And I started in high school doing it a little regular. And then after college, I was kind of just doing it here and there, like, classes uh, that, like, school had. Uh, but nothing, nothing dedicated. Um, so coming into this day on June 19th, um, I like had some experience, but nothing, you know, like I said, devotional. Um, but the way that he described the practice, um, when he was, you know, going through the flow, going through the movement was, he was paralleling the movements of yoga with the movements of, um, transformative justice and like a collective movement, like Black Lives Matter. And he was like, he would be like, okay, like from downward dog come down and rest like you have to like rest in between you know big movements to give yourself strength for the next thing um and yeah I don't know I think that just that that he really did bridge the gap between um between spirit and body and movement and body and spirit and that's what yoga is yoga is union it's the union of those things coming together um, and he was able to describe it in such a beautiful way that kind of just clicked for me and ever since then um, kind of just you know was hooked <laughs> um, and actually later that night I like hurt my back really bad because I fell off a wall and, you know, I think that was, that was definitely, a, that accident was definitely a message that I was not where I was, you know, I was doing a lot of reckless things in that time. And um, that, like, injury was definitely a wake-up call for me. I feel like when, you know, a lot of times if you injure yourself in a way like that, like, it can be a wake-up call for, like, telling you that maybe you're not on the right path. Like, maybe you're not where you need to be. You need to stop playing around and, like, get yourself together. And that's what that was for me. Um, I hurt my back and then the next morning I went um, home and I went straight to my yoga mat. Like just was there for like most of the morning. Um, with this foundation of, um, with this foundation and this like connection that I had, that I, this new connection that, um, that I had for the practice. Um, so the practice just took on this whole different uh, healing journey for me, really. And um, yeah, I don't know, ever since then, I've just been doing it. I don't do it every single day, but I do about six days a week, five days at the very least. Um, 
but the, the act so the actual process of like getting to my mat every single day is kind of takes on what I was talking about in the last episode where it's just like sometimes you just really have to push yourself to do the things that you know you need to do as 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 much as stuck as you as you can be in in what was before is as as easy as it is to be you know stuck in a space of doing the same thing it could be just as easy to take on a new you know behavioral pattern if you just do it <laughs> you know if you just let yourself be kind to yourself if you let if you let yourself tap in to yourself to your worth to your value to your power then you right there want to do more for yourself. Um, and once you've gotten to a space that is so low that, you know, you've completely lost yourself, you, you know, you you come to this space where it's just like, I, I, I need self again because I've just strayed so far from it. And then you just... At least for me, when I realize that I, how I know that I've strayed far from self, or that I, how I know that I'm unaligned with myself is, um, I don't know, I'm just doing things that don't feel right, like, <laughs> that don't feel right in my heart, but somehow my mind has been like, this is fine, this is you, we're having fun, this is a good time, like, just do it, you're fine. And my heart's like, mm, I don't know, I don't know about that, that doesn't sound right. My mind's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> so when I'm in that space where, like, my heart and my mind are fighting each other, you can feel that. You can feel it when you go against your gut. Like, I know everyone has had those gut instincts, that everyone has had those gut feelings about something, and they know what it means to go against it, and they know what it means to flow with it. And in those moments where, I, where I'm repeatedly going against my true self, my true nature, um, the buildup is uh is negative thought patterns it's um it's low energy it's it's a whole nother reality really (laughs) when you think about it when you're not giving yourself the care when you're not giving when you're not being true to yourself you know you it's it's reflected in your mind um and I I know I personally get to these points where I'm like, yo, I can't listen to myself think like this anymore. Like, I can't. Because <laughs> I, I know there's a different way of thinking. I know there's more than this. Um, yeah, I know there's more than this. And that's, that's another thing that kind of propels me into a space of wanting to do more for myself is realizing that, okay, maybe I feel like this right now. Maybe I feel really shitty right now, but this can change. Change is inevitable. Change happens to everything, everyone, every place. That, like, change is, change is God, as Octavia Butler says. If you all have read The Parable of Asara and The Parable of Talents, I highly recommend it. But she basically builds a whole religion around change, and it's beautiful because it is a constant, and it is, you know, people are powerless against it, and it can be, a very, you know, it can be, it, it can be what you make it <laughs> change. Um, so yeah, I don't know, that was, that was my initiation into yoga, is just wanting things to be different, realizing that I'm not where I need to be, and 
having understanding that I can be more um, if I practice. And that's another thing. It's called a practice for a reason because you literally have to practice and you can't be hard on yourself because that's just, that's the number one way to kind of just drop it immediately. And as a person who like loves to excel, especially physically, like it can be hard with a process like yoga because it, getting yourself more flexible, getting yourself to the mat every day definitely is a dedication and you have to have a true dedication for self if you want to stick to it you have to have a true dedication to change if you want to stick to any kind of practice of bettering yourself you have to have a foundation of love behind it if you're not if you're not building whatever you're trying to build for yourself with with love being at that base level then whatever you're building is going to fall apart um so i think just like recognizing you know, the life that I want to lead and the love that I want to have around me really um, ignited my fire for wanting to change. Um, and it's brought so much beauty to my life and it's brought so much love to myself and it's brought so much peace. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm such an emotional person. Like, my moods change like the winds. I'm just like... I'm so, I'm just so moody. <laughs> and I can be irritable. And I can be, what's that word? Uh, impulsive. <laughs> I can be really impulsive. And um, yoga, well, really meditate, because I also do meditation. I do both practices, because yoga is kind of like that, um, it's like the starter fluid for meditation. Like, you, you can do your yoga practice to get you, to get the body and the mind ready for meditation. Um, and that's what's brought real peace to me. Um, well, both the practices, but, but meditation, I think, especially because it is, it is myself taking a moment to connect with what is unwavering within myself, which is spirit, which is soul. That thing that is, will never die out, that eternal flame that is within me. Meditation and yoga is that space and that time to connect with that. So then when I go out into the external world, I'm not so phased by everything that's going on, by all the chaos, by all the heartbreak, by all the transgressions, by all the oppressions, by all the bullshit. I'm not as phased because my internal self is connected with what's real, what's true, what's everlasting. Um, And to be connected to a truth like that is one of the most important things, at least in my life, you know, there's so many delusions that we tell ourselves that we're, you know, that we're, um, what's the word, like, subjected to, that we're, um, that we're exposed to, you know, propaganda, ads, whatever, so other people's opinions, other people's thoughts, whatever, like, there's so many external conditions that try to sway us every single every single which way um but uh, there are so many delusions that try to sway us every which way uh but being connected with with truth is is how you fight that um there's a you guys sir uh, if you guys know me you guys know i love sir like to the bone (laughs) and he has this song on his chasing summer album it's the first song it's called hair down and 
Kendrick Lamar is on it, and he comes in um, with his little, like, you know, piece, and one of his lines is, um, oh, it's, I recommend you live where the truth is, that's what it is, um, and that, for me, I mean, that's just what I just said, you know, like, living where truth is instead of living where delusion lies, oof, yes, <laughs> and you know, that one, that within itself, I feel like, is a door opener for this trickle-down effect in your life of um, creating abru- abundance and prosperity. Um, I think living where truth lies or where truth is, um, is the first step for manifestation. I feel that it's the first step for elevation and it's the first step for harmony um and you know there are so many different practices that someone can that anyone can have to bring them to this space of truth or to to um have them connect with what's true within them um and for me it's 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 yoga and meditation and music um but you know for somebody else it might be something else and to each its own, for certainly. <laughs> um, but I know, for me, and the kind of person that I am, you know, heady, moody, physical, this was the practice for me. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so... All in all, yoga has done so much for me. It's helped me get to know myself. It's built a relationship with my body and my mind and my spirit. And to have a relationship with those things will make navigating this crazy world that we live in a little bit easier. Just a little bit easier, you know? It will help you to roll with the punches. It won't stop the punches, but it will help you to roll with them. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I know that taking on a devotional practice like this is not easy. I remember when my my housemates, my old housemates, um, were some of the ones to get me into the practice. Because uh, one was, like, I started doing yoga with this instructor off this app um called Gaia uh and the instructor's name is Jafar Alexander and my housemate was like yeah like it's changed my life like I do it every single day and she she was also new to the practice so I think seeing like someone who didn't already have like years and years of experience like come to like start that journey of yoga was really inspirational to me and I hope that me doing this podcast and talking about my process and my practice uh, as a new yogi uh, inspires you guys to you know connect to that part of yourself and also I don't always even call it yoga because it is such a new practice to me sometimes I'm just like stretching and that feels good it makes it less pressurized (laughs) for myself um, but yeah, I was like, okay, well, if Alexia can, like, start this practice just, like, out of nowhere, 
and like have this devotion to it, then I can too. And it didn't happen right away. Like I said, it didn't, it didn't move into the practice until I hurt myself. And then I was kind of uh, pushed into the practice in a way. Or I won't say that. I was led to the practice. Um, but yeah. Um, it's life is getting clearer and clearer as I continue on this journey of opening my heart and mind and converging the two. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope this was uh, enlightening for you all. Uh, movie suggestion would be um, Yoga and Architecture of Peace. Um, I've seen it like three times. It's, first of all, beautifully shot. And second of all, it really does intertwine a lot of the yoga philosophies um, within the practice, which I think is what is the connective piece is kind of making it more than just the movements, you know, talking about yoga as a practice that is also off the mat instead of just on the mat. Um, So I hope you guys take this love in in a big old dose and um i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week and yeah peace and blessings manifest with every lesson learned so go in peace my loves and take care hi Popping back in just to say a quick hello and thank you for all of the, the listens and for for the people who listen who tell me how much uh, this has helped them or how much they relate to it or uh, just seeing that you know people have listened to all of the episodes like it just means so much to me and it's the motivating force for this because you know shit is not easy right now it's 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 a lot going on. And it can be hard to find motivation to create things, but it's the voice and the love of my community and my friends that keep me going. And I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful for all of it. It means so much. Uh, So thanks for tuning in and tune in next, next week, probably, (laughs) for episode number nine, where I'll be talking about manifestation as political warfare (laughs) all right go in peace hello popping back in to end the podcast with uh, a poem to bring the message full circle um yeah so this poem is called journey back home and um, I had a muse that inspired it, but also um, this is kind of like a two-way street poem where I also, um, the poem is also about me. Like, it's like kind of me talking to me, me talking about me. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, here it is. I'll show you what it means to have no fear. We can dissolve these walls if you just keep me near. Loving you so deeply, you begin to see clearly. Within the calm, through the chaos, I'll be here to weather the storm. 
Free your mind and take my hand, and we'll find love again. Back to center, self is found. Unfold your petals and let love surround. I would never betray your heart. I would love you in the light and the dark. See you, kiss you, squeeze you tight. Watching the way you reflect my light. I would never leave your side. Just promise me you won't run and hide. And if you need me, I'll be there to show you that I truly care. All these words have been said before, but if you give me a chance, I could show you something more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this was this piece was just like an ode, an ode to self, um, and showing self through the consistency of of always being there. You know, like you you yourself and you are is pretty much the only consistent in your constant in your life um other than nature <laughs> um but just like nature just like the sun just like the moon just like the plants there's a resiliency um and when we're able to you know recognize that the power is within us the power is within love um when we recognize that we can see we can begin to see that you know we are greater than than the despair we may be feeling that we're greater than than the heartbreak that brought us down for a second or two <laughs> we are greater and we are stronger and love can conquer all um and it starts with you (laughs) so thank you again for listening in it means so much okay take care